Good morning, everybody. This is Ehud, son of Dennis, coming to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America and to the Republic for which it stands, which they stand. Two nations under God, uh, quite divided with liberty and justice for some, those that are connected, those that have influence, those that have power, can get away with pretty much anything in this country now. We see that with uh, the likes of Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden stealing a presidential election and yet uh, still remains in power to this day because people will not stand up for the truth. What is truth? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And um, that's what we are all about here at It's a Religion. We talk about the fact that there's a creator and there's purpose to life. There's not just random chance stuff going on out there that, that miraculously... Um, through these processes over so much time made things because one we do not see that happening today <laughs> though the same media will try and pull your eyes or pull the wool over your eyes and that uh, it really is happening when you don't see it happening uh, it's pretty funny in reality so with that um what we like to do here is is get scripture out of the bag first in the morning and uh, we're here to encourage folks in their faith we're here to uh, guide people into faith if we can if we can help that process if you're searching right now and you're not sure what to make of this life there is a truth there is an a uh, an objective truth that is there that is available to you to me to everybody that uh, is really not far from anyone uh, Jesus is always there, and uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So with that, in uh, January, we are actually going through the book of Genesis. And the book of Genesis is the book of beginnings. And uh, Genesis talks much about uh, how we got here in this life. Um, things were created, some... You know, we figure about 6,000 some years ago. And, you know, the scientific community that's uh, here in this world today um, can talk about the religion of evolution all they want. But, folks, there's they have no meat to stand on. Uh, we were watching a show with our, our younger boys last night, and the guy was going through how they actually date fossils you know they have this picture that the geologists have put forth of these different rock layers and if the fossil is found in a certain rock layer it's going to be x million years old but then the geologists go uh you go ask a geologist well how do you know you know the age of the different rock layers and they'll go over and go well you know the anthropologists say that these bones are this old so that you know the rock layers must be this old and it's a complete circular reasoning bust and then, of course, they've got uh, dating methods that they'll try and offer up that supposedly confirm all this. When in reality, most of those, when when you look at the results of dating methods, it's between, you know, X million years and X million years. So there's major gaps in, in the predictability that they're able to do with that. And they make tons of assumptions about things. And one of our premises is you don't know, you know, if, if, if the Bible is true, just take that premise for, for a minute. The Bible is true. People, there were giants on the earth prior to the flood. 
there were uh, people living until 900 and some years old. Do you think things were probably a little bit different back then? Uh, maybe the atmosphere was different. Maybe the makeup of the human body was, was a little bit different. Um, that's always been one of my, we, we've gone to the a thing called the Ark Encounter down in Kentucky. It's a great exhibit. Ken Ham and his crew do a fantastic job at the Creation Museum and uh, the Ark Encounter down there in Kentucky. And it's a, it's a fantastic ministry. Uh, if you haven't ever been there, please go. Uh, make the time. Take the time. And uh, um, um, do the expense because you will be blessed by it. Because it really gives you a picture of, of what could be true if you put your faith and trust in Christ instead of man. And that's really it. I, you know, you have Christ on one side and you have man on the other. And man trying to fill in the blank of uh, what you want to worship. Because you will worship something. You're designed to worship. You're designed to have a relationship with your creator God. And if you don't submit to him, uh, you're going to submit somewhere else. You're going to look for something. Because there's something that you're going to be missing that um, you're going to need. So... Anyway, um, one of one of the things I think about is the ark could have been uh, quite a bit bigger than even the the one that uh, the Creation Museum put together through the Ark Encounter, um, because if if people were twelve feet tall, for instance, again I don't you know I don't know anything for sure, but if they were taller back then, a cubit would be a greater distance because a cubit is I think from the elbow to the tip of your finger or something like that or somewhere up your arm. I don't remember the exact measurement, but it's it, it would be uh, uh, quite a bit bigger than even what it is today. And, you know, it took Noah 100 years to build the thing. So, I mean, think about that. It, it's taken us uh, over a year with a crew of people to build a house, uh, to dig the thing in the ground and do all this stuff. And it's going to be about a year since we started the project when we'll finally get to move in. But anyway, um, there is a level of accuracy in the Bible that when you, you think about it, this was passed down through people, you know, handed down. I don't know if it was written down. We don't have copies of any writings from back then. Um, but it's so funny that the earliest writings that we have supposedly from the secular side of things are about 5,000 years old. And yet humans were around millions of years ago or a million years ago or what? I don't know what it is nowadays because they change it all the time because they don't have an objective truth, guys. They're, they're trying to give you a truth that doesn't exist. It's a subjective truth that's based on the latest discovery or the latest turn. You know, and the more science advances, the more um, uh, you know, people dig in the dirt, the more people advance in, in, in terms of our scientific knowledge. Uh, the more the Bible is just proved true. The things in the Bible are proved true. And, you know, someday when Christ comes back, it's going to be inherent in people to, to go, oh, hey, something here. So anyway, we are in the book of Genesis. I'm going to read Genesis 14 today. And we just finished up. Uh, Abram removed his tent and came and dwelt in the plain of Mamre which is in Hebron, and built there an altar unto the Lord. So Abraham, that's where Abram is hanging out at this point, um, at the end of uh, chapter 13 of Genesis. And 14 starts out, And it came to pass in the days of Amraphel, king of Shinar, Ariok, king of Alasar, 
Chedorlaomer, king of Elam. Man, say that ten times fast. And title, king of nations. That these made war with Bera, king of Sodom, and with Bersha, king of Gomorrah. Shenab, king of Adma, and Shemeber, king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela, which is Zor. And all these were joined together in the Vale of Siddim, which is the Salt Sea. Um, so there was a Salt Sea even back then. That's interesting. Twelve years they served Chedorlaomer, and in the thirteenth year they rebelled. And in the fourteenth year came Chedorlaomer, and the kings that were with him, and smote the Rephaims, and in Ashtaroth, Karnaim, and the Zuzims in Ham, and the Emims in Sheba, Kiriathayim, and the Horites in their Mount Seir, Seir, and or unto El Paran, which is by the wilderness. Man, they had some crazy names back then. And they returned and came to and Mishfat, which is Kadesh, and smote the country of the Amalekites and also the Amorites that dwelt in Hazaz Antamar. And there went out the king of Sodom and the king of Gomorrah and the king of Adma and the king of Zeboim and the king of Bela, the same as Zor, and they joined battle with them in the vale of Sidim with Chedor Laomer and the king of Elam, and with the title king of nations, and M. Raphael, the king of Shinar, and Ariot, king of Elasar, four kings with five. And the vale of Sidim was full of slime pits, and the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah fled and fell there, and they that remained fled to the mountain. And they took all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah and all their victuals and went their way, and they took Lot, Abram's brother's son, and dwelt in Sodom and his goods, and who dwelt in Sodom and his goods and departed. And there came one that had escaped and told Abram the Hebrew, for he dwelt in the plain of Mamre, the Amorite, brother of Eshgal and brother of Aner, and these were confederate with Abram. And when Abram heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his trained servants, born in his own house, 318, and pursued them to Dan. And he divided himself against them, he and his servants, by night, and smote them and pursued them to Hobah, which is on the left hand of Damascus. And he brought back all the goods, and also brought again his brother Lot, and his goods, and the women also, and the people. And the king of Sodom went out to meet him after his return from the slaughter of Chedor Laomer, and of the kings that were with him at the valley of Sheba, or Sheba, which is the king's dale. And Melchizedek, being or king of Salem, which Salem is peace, folks, king of peace. Think about that for a minute. Brought forth bread and wine, and he was the priest of the Most High God. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram of the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth, and blessed be the Most High God, which has delivered thine enemies into thy hand. And he gave him tithes of all. And the king of Sodom said unto Abram, Give me the persons and take the goods to thyself. And Abram said to the king of Sodom, I lift up mine hand unto the Lord and the Most High God and the possessor of heaven and earth that I will not take from a thread even to the shoe latchet and that I will not take anything that is thine lest thou shouldest say I have made Abram rich save only that which the young men have eaten and the portion of the men which went with me. 
Aner, Eshkol, and Mamre, let them take their portion. And so you have this group of kings fighting with another group of kings. And, you know, it's, it's interesting to think, you know, what life was really like back then. Uh, you know, these were all people that came from Ham, Shevm, and Japheth, you know, at the end of the day. But uh, people moved around uh, and, you know, became different people groups from different areas, just like today. You know, you have different people groups. You have people from, in the United States of America, you have people from the Northeast. You have people from the South. You have people from the West. You have people from the Midwest. And while we all live in the same country and we all have the same you know, many of the same laws and, and things like that. We handle things differently. You know, people down south love grits and iced tea, right? You don't get much of that up here where I live. And again, that's a simple example, but there's a lot of subtle differences that go in, you know, the way people talk. People up in Boston talk differently than people in Alabama. I mean, it's just the way it is. Uh, and then that, that, that difference, those differences become even more extreme, uh, when you go to different countries and different areas of the world. And, uh, you know, that's one of our premises. It's a religion is, uh, the idea of racism does not exist. If you want to call something, uh, where people are scared of people's differences, call it culturalism and not multiculturalism, because that means means something it means that that from one country you have many cultures instead of from many cultures from many areas you become one which is what the united states always used to be whereas today it's become something different by by design you know there are people that are faithless and godless that are trying to push an agenda in this country to change it to change it to something it never has been and i think that's satanic i think it's uh because Satan hates God and wants to do anything he can to turn a nation that was founded on principles of Christianity and the principles of freedom and uh, the freedom to worship uh, the creator God, uh, wants to do anything he can to circumvent that, to try and change that, to turn us into a uh, situation where we are subjects to our government instead of the government being subjected to us, the people. And there's a battle going on right now for the soul of this country. And, and we see it every day, you know, and I am thankful. Uh, we'll get into it in a minute yesterday that, that the Supreme court of the United States said that the, um, the government doesn't have the power to tell everybody they have to get a shot for crying out loud. And I, you know, I don't know what it scares me to think what would have happened if they would have gone the other way. It scares me to think that there were three people that sit on the Supreme Court of this country that think that would be okay. I mean, the vote was 6-3. I mean, how can there be anybody that would think that it's okay to force people to take a shot for something, for a disease that has a 99.5% at worst case recovery rate? It boggles my mind that people would think that that's okay. But... There is a mindset, again, I, I would guarantee you the three people that voted to do that do not follow Christ, at least in the way that that's, you know, Christ calls them to in the Bible. I mean, none of us do perfectly. There's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. But, but in this case, um, 
So that gets me into the first story. They actually came through, did what was right, and said, wait, this does not uh, does not work. Now, in that same ruling, they said that uh, healthcare workers that were funded by the federal government um, were subjected, if, if the federal government said, you have to do this, you have to take this shot, even though it may kill you, and may you know harm you forever just as much as the virus could uh you still have to do that and so you know they have to make a decision whether they're going to continue in that line of work or that place of employment uh at this point and you know realistically i i'm surprised that uh the religious exemption thing you know um, I saw my wife said that there was a couple of Marines that, that got the religious exemption the other day. And that should be a no-brainer. I mean, we're supposed to be free to, to worship the way in which we choose. And if we believe that, that this shot is, uh, as I do, inherently evil, and I don't want it anywhere near my body or my family's bodies, um, because there's no purpose. I mean, we've all had it. We've all gotten over the disease. So I... And I had it the worst, and it was bad for a couple of days. But I never, I don't know, I it just, I got on ivermectin and some other things, and within a couple of days was starting to feel better. It, it, it's not hard. But again, there's there's more purpose to the COVID-19 pandemic than, than what you're going to hear um, out there in the mainstream. Right. I mean, there's there's more purpose to it because they want people subjected to the will of the government. They want people to count how they want people to wear masks. They want people to get the shot. They want people to um, do what they tell them to do because they know better than we do. And uh, again, when you have people that put their faith in man and the idea that man is inherently good instead of the idea that man is inherently evil and needs a savior and needs to put their faith and trust in Christ. um and is free to worship him, to worship God the way in which they choose. And there's a battle right now for the soul of this country, folks. Here's an, an indicator of that. After school Satan, I kid you not, Illinois School District defends decision to advertise after school Satan Club to students. A school district in Illinois is defending an elementary school. An element thing, an elementary. This isn't even middle school or uh, teenage kids, right? After it distributed flyers advertising an after-school Satan club to students in the first through the fifth grade. So if somebody does that for an after-school Christian club, they're going to get the hammer thrown at them. Children at Jane Addams Elementary School in Moline, Illinois, not very far from where I live, were invited to participate in the after-school club hosted by the Satanic Temple earlier this week. Hey kids, let's have fun after-school Satan club. The promotional material read, The flyer promotes science projects, puzzles and games, arts and crafts, and nature activities to kids on five different dates throughout the remainder of the school year, starting on January 13th. And there's a picture of it. Uh, libs of TikTok, I think. Um, I don't know. I don't have Twitter, so I'm not... But it's, it's very... Uh, convoluted and it's a typical uh form that shows um you know a sign in sign up procedure and the parent you know i don't know the parents have to sign up for them the club is based on a uniform syllabus that emphasizes a 
scientific, nationalist, non-superstitious worldview. So I'm surprised the libs aren't, aren't going nuts if it's truly a nationalist worldview, because that is not a multiculturalist worldview, and is put on by volunteer teachers. Parents took to social media earlier this week expressing confusion over what was sent home to the students. This proves just how lost our country is, one person commented. This is obscene and ridiculous. I wish it was... This was a very bad and tasteless joke, another person wrote. Some parents blame the Moline Coal Valley School District for the flyer distribution. Kick every board member off that allowed this to occur, one wrote. Vote in new people with common sense, morals, and ethics. Elections mean things, folks, even local ones. Local ones, you know, a lot of people have gone to sleep at the local level. And I know, at least in my case, you know, there's people finally stepping up going, hey, wait a minute. No, we got to take all this stuff back. We got to get involved. People with with morals and ethics, I mean, in the past, we've been too busy working and taking care of our families to pay attention. And now you've got people that uh, don't have Christian morals and ethics, people that worship at the feet of evolution, the religion of evolution, uh, running a lot of things. And so this is how this stuff happens. And again, they're going to say, well, you know, Religiously affiliated groups are among those allowed to rent our facilities for a fee, the district said. And, uh, you know, they're going to defend, you know, liberals are going to defend this because it's, it's uh, you know, if people want to worship Satan, they're free to do so in this country. I mean, I accept that. That's their prerogative. If they want to burn in hell forever and uh, the lake of fire, that is their prerogative. They are free to do that. Um. You know, but we are free, you know, and again, let me, one of my premises on this show is going to be to get rid of the public school system. It's been one of the biggest disasters on the planet Earth. Schools used to be set up by people, and then you would pay that teacher to send your kid there. Voila. Now, the problem with that nowadays is it's such an ingrained thing in our community. We have to pay property taxes to support it, even though we don't use it. We have to, uh, you know, we support the sports programs and things like that. And it's supposed to be such a beautiful thing, but it, it's entirely too political anymore. And instead of truly educating our children, it becomes about politics. And so my premise is just get rid of the whole public entity side to it. Let schools open and compete for business. And the best schools will rise to the top. People will learn, you know, who the best schools are and, you know, if there's, if you want to equalize the playing field somehow, maybe you can subsidize lower income folks, but do it at the local level. Don't let the, the federal government should not be involved in educating our children. As it done, the, the part of education at the federal level should be gone. Um, really, even the Department of Energy should be gone. I mean, there's so many departments that are uh, departments at the federal level that should never have been brought into existence. And now you have 31,000 people working at the CDC who lie to us every day about what's going on with this pandemic. It's pathetic. Um, so Joe Biden's not having a very good week. I mean, everybody is really throwing him under the bus lately. The Washington Post even awards Biden for Pinocchios. And, you know, he's gone off the rails. The speech he did the other day about voting rights was pathetic and basically calling everybody a racist. If you want to make people provide an ID to vote. Um, and I just like, so is it racism then to make people have an ID to drive a car? 
it's ludicrous. It's insanity. I mean, people are not that stupid. And the Dems want to hang their hat on this stuff because it's all they got, people. I mean, look at what they've done policy-wise. You know, people that put their faith in things like evolution and uh, humanism and naturalism and all this other stuff, again, they're, they don't have any objective truth to stand on, so they can they wander all over the place. And uh, they talk about caring. They talk about doing things for people. When in reality, the things that they do only harm people more and, and put people in more of a uh, subjection to them and more of a dependence upon them. And and that's where we're at. And there's a, uh, I just pray and hope that the state governments of this country step up and do not take it, do not uh, allow the uh, things that we see going on uh, continue to occur because that's, that's, to me, our system of government you know, at the state level is where we're going to find some recourse of ability to put a stop to it. So anyway, um, again, have, have faith. You know, if, if Jesus Christ is still on the throne, he's not surprised by any of this. You know, he knows people, he knows what's in the, the heart of man. And so, uh, put your trust and faith there instead of what men can do, you know, do what you can do to be a person of integrity, to be a person who can be counted on, who can, who will stand for right and versus wrong. Like in the case of this uh, mandate, this insane mandate and some of these insane policies that um, people like Governor Pritzker of Illinois are trying to, you know, to make everybody do entire state. We got to lock them down because of some disease that really isn't killing that many people. In the, in the grand scheme of things, when you compare it to other things. So, um, anyway, be blessed, uh, be encouraged. Christ is king. He is on the throne. And if you don't know him yet, we're happy to help you any way we can. Ehud at itsareligion.org. And we will uh, help you get a Bible or get to reading the Bible or help you in any way, that, uh, any way, shape, or form we can to get to know the Lord Jesus Christ. Because he is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one is going to come to the Father but through him. And uh, he won't, uh, he's not a self-improvement program to get on. He is uh, beyond all of that. Because there is a life after this. When you leave this planet, you're going to be gone forever. You're going to be here for a short time, whether it's 10 years or 110. It's still a short time in the annals of history even on annals of six thousand years you know a hundred years is a short period so be prepared get to know jesus have a blessed day Things like me and her on a porch swing for summer nights and fireflies and the sound of my old six string. Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings. If I still got breath in these lungs, then that's all I need to get down on my knees and be thankful for all that he's done for my.